all the budget in the world, but in the wrong place won't equal engagement. A down economy, inflation, mass layoffs, times are tough right now. And these tidal waves of pressure can sink your company morale, even in calmer waters. Your team's morale requires your consistent attention to keep the boat afloat. So what does that look like? This is The Culture Clinic, where my co-founder Joe and I are constantly learning from HR experts on how to build a culture where people love to work. My name is Skay, and I'm one of the co-founders here at Gusto. And I'm joined today by Shelly DaCosta, an HR expert in the rewards and recognition space. Shelly, you ready to jump into today's topic? All set. Engagement on a budget, low to no cost ways to improve morale. Have you ever experienced sinking morale at a company? And, and like, what steps did you take uh, to prevent it from falling flat? Oh, there's a lot to get going on with if you're really starting to see it drop. Um, and, and, you know, it's first of all, you're trying to dig in and assess what is causing it. So is it, you know, a looming takeover in some situations? I've seen that, uh, that they know that that's happening. Huge change in leadership in the organization. People don't feel like they understand the direction that the organization's going in. Uh, layoffs, uh, the company just not doing well. All of those things, you need to kind of dig in and find out what's causing that, you know, sinking, um, back to the, the analogy of the ships and the water, uh, that sinking morale. And then trying to solve some of that where you possibly can, right? So if it's about new leadership in the organization, get people to know the new leadership. What do they stand for? Have them, you know, be on social media talking about themselves and what they are, what they see for the organization, what they're bringing to the organization. Have them do focus groups with employees so employees can get to know them and trust them and feel better about everything. Um, have them understand what's going on with a potential takeover. Uh, and and then sometimes it's it's just, it is what it is. The company's not doing really well. There's a downturn in the economy. That is what it is. But be transparent with the employees around that where they can understand what the numbers look like and show the quarter do dollars, et cetera. And not so that, hey, you know, we want you to know that we're sinking, but you're still part of this and this is still where you're contributing to the organization. There's still amazing things we can do as a team and how we can get together on this and how we can band together and and have them still feel like they can belong and that they can contribute. That's the biggest piece is so that they realize that the ship's not sinking. They're able to help keep it afloat with their efforts and their work. And so that's what you're trying to do. And I, I, I have to imagine a, a good portion too is being able to provide kind of clarity on their career path when, yes. when things are changing, like you talked about kind of like a merger or acquisition keeping employees engaged through that is 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 got to be all about kind of providing clarity on like hey where's my path through this and and even for smaller organizations right like here at Gusto like we just went through kind of um uh, a big exercise with our HR team putting together salary bands and competency frameworks and really helping employees kind of understand what their path is and how they can kind of get to the next level. And that has been tremendous at driving engagement and didn't cost, I mean, it didn't have any hard costs. It did take a lot of work <laughs> to kind of put everything together there, but um, it, it, it is kind of like a, a, a big contributor to engagement. 
For sure. Because I mean, that's where you want those leaders to having those one on ones with their employees and actually having, you know, that that stay discussion in terms of we still I know, you know, some of your colleagues have left. I know that we've had to have some layoffs, but we still see and value you and your part in the organization. Here's what we see as a career path for you down the road. This is how we're going to get you there. This is a part you have to play in it. And this is the part we will play in it. And here's our commitment to you going forward. I mean, those are very, very powerful discussions and they do a great deal to improve engagement. What floats your boat, Shelley, when it comes to employee engagement initiatives? Let's see, floats my boat. You love that ship analogy here. Um, I think everything does when it comes to employee engagement. I, you know, I like, I like all of it, everything that we do around that, but you need to assess the culture and the working model of your employees. Like, do they want to socialize together or do you have a lot of employees that commute into a city every day and they just want to get home? They don't want after work socialization or events that way. Do you have the majority of your employees working from home uh, on the other hand and they rarely get to interact? And so if that's meaningful to them, provide an opportunity for on-site social interaction. I think it's important to look at what your last engagement survey has told you. Do your employees feel they have opportunities to grow and learn? Do they see career career paths for them, clear career paths uh, and, and opportunities for themselves? And if not, can you provide more learning opportunities? Well, that's where we get into those L&D initiatives that are so great. Mm-hmm. And that's a big one here at Gusto. I learn is one of our core values, right? And, and so everything from... Um, providing flexibility and time to take additional courses to uh, an L&D budget for every employee to kind of go and take some courses to uh, we actually have like an unlimited book policy here. So employees can kind of make a request, order a book, and our HR team will kind of get that ordered for them. Um, We've got Audible accounts just to help people constantly be learning. And so we've made a big investment on the engagement side on, on kind of like the learning side. Yeah. Even even your vacation policy, you know, it's really it's all about listening, caring and acting right Hear What your employees have to say, talk it through. Um, What are they asking for? Uh, What makes them happy and keeps them working there? Um, Care enough to ask those questions, listen and then care enough to act on those initiatives going forward. And I think with the the acting piece, um, a, a, a big component there is communicating and being transparent about how you are going to act and, and because you can't do it all, right? And and so uh, surely you're going to get requests for all sorts of different things. But if you share that data with the employees, you can show them that like, hey, these are the 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 most kind of requests or the most popular items. We're going to do them. And, and so as a result, we're not able to kind of do everything else. Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. Transparency is so key to all of this. You know, help put them in the driver's seat alongside with you. Does putting less budget into engagement always equal less engagement? Uh, I guess it depends. Uh, it, it can, for sure. But it depends on what your budget is going to. Um, all the budget in the world, but in the wrong place, won't equal engagement, right? If, if it's not impactful for employees. And, and it's often the little things that can mean the most for your employees. Like very often showing employees you're listening to them, whether it's, you know, conducting surveys town halls, focus groups, et cetera, it's critical. It's really important. 
But even more important is then acting on and communicating about what you've learned in those focus groups, what you've heard, what they've told you, and as you indicated, what you're able to do now going forward. So we heard this, you know, many of you have said that we're going to survey some more and kind of find out, you know, these are the top three initiatives that are really going to be meaningful for you. We're going to be able to do this one within the next six months. The other two, we're not going to be able to tackle till, uh, you know, Q3 type of thing. And, and and I think about kind of in, engagement doesn't always have to be kind of social events and, you know, budgeted social events and, and team building events. And while they're, they're, they're great and we're actually taking our full team for kind of an offsite, we're a remote company. And so there's an opportunity to kind of get everybody together and um, uh, build some engagement uh, that way. It doesn't always have to be like that. And so like, what are some of the most cost-effective ways to improve employee engagement? Oh, recognition programs, of course, programs like Gusto, you know. Uh, but seriously, they can really show employees that their work is acknowledged and appreciated, um, empower and provide leaders with opportunities to speak with their employees, to show they belong and they care. Having those discussions, like, are you know, do your leaders know how to have those discussions? Are they freed up to have those discussions? You know, are they encouraged to have those discussions? Train your leaders in this if it's necessary. Even allow access to senior leadership. Let employees know they have a voice and that senior leadership is listening to them. You know, I, I've seen organizations where, you know, on a regular basis, you've got that opportunity to have lunch with a senior leadership member and, and chat and talk and, and present your ideas and they're listening. And then you find out what happens as a result of what they've heard. They put that in the next newsletter or they talk about it at the next town hall. Uh, it's also really important to review your current programs because you could have dollars, you know, going out the window to programs that are not all that effective. So look at your rewards program, look at your employee value proposition and look where there's gaps or where there are pieces that employees are asking for. What, what are you doing for wellness? That's one of the, you know, a huge initiative that can show your employees that you care and have them link into feeling that and that they're appreciated that you actually care about, whether it's their financial wellness, their uh, mental wellness, their health, all of those, you know, their their, their families uh, with uh, employee assistance programs and, and family programs. Uh, do employees know how they contribute to the organization, its mission and values? Do they know what the mission and values are and how their part, their team, the work that they're doing actually contributes to that? If not, you know, that's, that's communication that you can show them that, but it's not, you know, a, a lot of budget going towards that. Um, but it will allow them to feel appreciated and acknowledged. Yeah, it, it doesn't cost anything to be transparent, right? And and share. Well, obviously, we want to kind of share the company's kind of mission and vision and direction so that people can kind of align around that. But being transparent with the results and kind of where where the company's at and and how different departments and different roles are contributing to moving the company in that direction can drive a tremendous amount of engagement and it, it doesn't cost anything. Right. Absolutely. You know, I love uh, the one that you said around kind of access to leadership. Um, we're not a, a huge company, right? Kind of just over 50 people now. But we, both Joe and I, my co-founder and I, um, do office hours, do skip level one-on-ones. And well, it helps to kind of uh, drive engagement from our employees and provide mentorship. Um, it helps to surface ideas and gives us 
as leaders access into kind of what's happening on the front line. They're talking to customers, they're collaborating with, with colleagues, they're the ones running into hurdles. And so we can kind of uh, get a much better sense as to where, where things are kind of blocked, where the opportunities might be. Um, and so it, it's a win-win. Employees are so smart, you know, and you're smart if you're tapping into that, right? And letting them have that opportunity to, you know, wear your hat for a little bit and talk about those kinds of issues. You know, the other one, it, you touched on on recognition right at, right at the top, and we're obviously kind of biased as a, a recognition company. But again, it doesn't need to be a really expensive program, right? Like uh, you can do kind of fully non-monetary peer-to-peer programs. Typically, you'll want to build some incentives and rewards around those programs to uh, get a, a certain level of participation. And so we often recommend clients are doing either kind of weekly or monthly draws from all the shout outs or nominations, um, or maybe looking at some leaderboards or who's receiving, but also giving the most recognition right. and, and doing some rewards around those and, and highlighting them during kind of uh, town halls or team meetings, things like that. Um, so it doesn't kind of cost too much money. And so my next question here for you, is there anything you can do that won't cost anything? So I always like to look to things like charity events. Great example. We, we did um, shoreline cleanup, okay, along Lake Ontario. So, uh, you know, contact the city, the region, wherever your offices are, those kinds of things. And employees, you know, have an afternoon together cleaning up the shoreline. Right. Uh, the cost was, uh, I think we provided lunch, maybe, um, or T-shirts if we wanted them to be identified, et cetera. But it brought the employees together for a cause. It aligned them for the greater good. And especially if it lines with your organization and, and the social consciousness of your organization, what they do, what you stand for, those kinds of things like, you know, taking care of your community. Um, holidays, uh, you know, it's always, you see, you see, well, you know, are we going to have a, a holiday dinner? Are we going to have this? And then sometimes you can turn around and, and put it to the employees themselves that maybe they want to span- sponsor a family that's in need over the holidays uh, and help them out, you know, those kinds of things. And and have your employees run the events, have, you know, you, you kind of have them provide the check to that charity, have them be the spokesperson for the organization because they were out there doing that, right? Let them be the ambassadors for the organization on these initiatives. Uh, you do the one drop programs, okay? Yeah, you and Joe, that's you know been part of the uh, grassroots of Gusto from, from day one, right? And how does that feel when you go and present a check or, or meet with them? It, it, it's great. Um, writing the check every year and sending it over to their, their organization and they're always so appreciative. And, the, and the, the new one, with it being kind of Mental Health Awareness Month right now, Joe and I decided to pledge 1% of our kind of founder equity to the Canadian Mental Health Association through uh, an organization called the Upside Foundation. So we partnered with them and um, a number of other startup companies have done the same and it allows us to be able to write a check to that organization when we eventually kind of sell the company. So that's been great. And and on the employee side, what we did um, around mental health uh, was offer throughout uh, this month, uh, mental health first aid training. And so, so that's been fantastic. And we've had really great participation across the organization. A lot of employees have taken part in that. So that, I mean, it's a phenomenal initiative that you're doing. 
and think what it feels like as your employees to go, wow, you know, our founders care so much that they're doing this. Our organization cares so much that they're turning its attention to this and providing opportunities and training for us. They must care. This is a place I want to stay. So, you know, again, it's it's that goodwill. Uh, social committees is another one that doesn't have to cost you any money. The employees can run it themselves, right? Um, they can contribute dollars. You know, you're helping maybe with the administration if the the money or the, the dues for the social committee, whatever, are coming off of their pay or whatever. And some organizations will match that. So the employee puts, you know, $2 per pay and the organization matches it at the end of the year. Um, to allow them to come together and whether it's charitable events or social events or opportunities to, to do things to help with engagement. It's, it's a really great opportunities. And then from there, things grow because, you know, that social committee is now bringing people together to play baseball in the evenings or they're doing another charity event or, or what have you. Uh, and yeah, we already talked peer to peer recognition. That's, that's another one. You know, you can do that without a monetary value. Um, the beauty is with Gusto is that you can phase that in. You can start that way and show how your senior leadership how much recognition is helping engagement. So if we were to put some more budget to it, how much that could even grow further. And, you know, lucky with Gusto, you can, you can do that in that kind of phased approach, start small and, and grow uh, bigger and bigger. And that, that, that's actually my next question here. Like if you're struggling to get the budget, that you need for your engagement initiatives how do you convince your leadership team to kind of prioritize it yeah that you know that that's where you've got to you've got to prove the point you've got to show the impact of the lack of engagement so you know again it's all the transparency be transparent with the turnover rates the productivity overtime stress uh, the number of grievances coming in what are they for what's going on in your organization and then show the case studies, whether it's case studies within your organization, i.e., well, we put in peer-to-peer recognition and look how this improved and look how much better this got. So we're looking for some more dollars here. Um, or even if it's outside, uh, you know, that there's documented proof that employee engagement can have a positive impact on your culture. Um, and then go so far as to, to look at your employee value proposition. If you don't have one, I strongly recommend organizations, big or small, you know, uh, what is your value proposition? What What is keeping your employees there? What are they receiving besides just compensation in return for giving you, you know, their, their, their hearts and minds on a daily basis, right? And then you want to align that with your culture and who you are as an organization. You know, that's the presentation to the senior leadership team that if we do this, this will happen. We can grow this. We can increase engagement. And if you increase engagement, we're going to, you know, lower those turnover rates. We're going to increase in productivity, uh, reduce the stress, reduce perhaps the grievances if you're a unionized organization. There's just so much out there that is proven that this is what we need to do. And, you know, from the other side of the table, kind of being the executive here at Gusto and, and, and having our not just our, our HR team, but all of our kind of departmental leaders coming with proposals. It really is about kind of like crawl, walk, run. So let's, let, let's do something. Let's demonstrate some results. And then we can kind of grow the program from there. Right. And so, and, and, you know, for larger organizations, this might look like kind of piloting something with a certain department or maybe a couple locations or a region or something like that. And then seeing some of those results. And then you've got some champions too that can help you kind of reward those programs across the organization. 
Yes, absolutely. And like I said, let your employees be the ambassadors, help them, you know, to help present what it meant to them when you put in different programs or where you tested the waters with things like unlimited vacation. What did that mean to them? Have them, you know, champion that on your behalf. So going forward, you've got senior leadership going, hey, how, how can we refuse? This is this is really having an impact on our organization and on our employees. Well, Shelly, I really appreciate you kind of taking the time to enlighten us with all of your wisdom and experience. Um, we'll look forward to seeing you on the next show. Thanks. Want to learn why you should invest in culture and engagement? Check out Culture is the Ultimate Advantage, our free guide to turning your culture into your company's greatest strength. Thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to follow us so you don't miss an episode. Don't forget to recognize somebody for a job well done today. Mucho gusto.